0: Feeling sorry for myself, trusted, no one or anything at all When I saw her sitting in a cornfield with her back against the world and eyes peeled On the stars, watching them fall
1: That's Americana folk singer-songwriter Tia McGrath with the song Pilot of Change from her new album *Stubborn in My Blood. Album number seven is her most personal album to date and features 11 thoughtful and reflective songs, most written with her partner Tommy Parham, but also with some co-writes with Wood Newton, Pete Riley, Henry Priestman and Devon O'Day and a cover of the classic Wantin Soldier. This is an album that's clearly intended to move and inspire her growing worldwide audience. With some great musicianship and support from some of the industry's top players, powerful lyrics and strong vocals, and an album cover that features Tia in boxing gloves, it's clear that this time around, she's not holding anything back. We caught up with Tia at home in Port Rowan, Ontario, to chat about the new project. How are you doing today, Tia?
0: I'm
2: doing fantastic. Thank you, Jan. What a what a wow! <laughs> what an introduction. It's um, it's always nice to hear, you know, your accolades told through such a beautiful voice. Thank you.
1: Well, it's certainly a great album. I got to say, there's nothing better than having a a new album come in that you play it once and then you want to play it again and you want to play it again. So kudos on the new project. Thank I have, you. I have so Thank many you. questions, but mm-hmm. I'm going to start off by giving you a chance to talk about. The first song we played, that was Pilot of Change, because my sense is that's the first track on the album, and that kind of sets up the whole project. So I want to give you a chance to talk about Pilot of Change, and let's talk about some of the new songs that are on this album.
2: Okay, great. Um, yeah, so Pilot of Change, Tommy and I do a lot of um, songwriting workshops as well. We, we lived in Nashville, we, we um, you know honed our songwriting craft down there. And then when we came back to Canada, um, we decided we wanted to give back to the community, give back to our local community here. So about a year and a half ago, we had the opportunity to go into the Norfolk Arts Centre and lead a, a week-long summer songwriting course. And during that time, there is an exhibition in there by um, First Nations artist Shelley Nero and it's just a beautiful, beautiful um, exhibit. And she had paintings mixed in with photographs of First Nations men. And oh, it was just gorgeous. And so this one particular painting was of her niece sitting in the middle of a cornfield on a stool. And she had these aviator goggles on. And she's looking up at the stars. And she's surrounded by all this growing corn. And so we had the students look at this picture. We decided we would collectively base our songs on this one particular painting, and we came up with a collective title, which was Pilot of Change, because she had the little aviator goggles on. So our students had to write a song called Pilot of Change, and so I came home that night and started my own song, and at that time, we were going through a transitional time. Tommy and I had finished our crazy beautiful, we were on a crazy beautiful ride, You know, we'd just gotten a first-round Grammy nomination, all this stuff. But we could feel that change was happening in our personal lives and in our career. And this song just poured out. And Tommy helped me finish it. And next thing we knew, we recorded it. We have Colin Linden playing some electric guitar on it. And when we were sequencing the album, I just said to Tommy, you know, this whole album is about strength and finding your inner strength. And what better way than, you know just being accepting to sit down and and being still and open to change so out of it came these songs about strength and change and finding your roots and I think this is probably my first album where I didn't consciously say this is what I want to say but yet just sat down and wrote a song from where we were at that particular time and out it came and so the songs were leading us you know which was really really cool and, and in your intro, you mentioned about listening to the album repeatedly. And as an artist, this is the first album, and I and I say this honestly, this is the first album that when we sat down to sequence it, and I didn't even want to listen to it. I, I normally am so critical with my projects that I will sit there and go, oh, I should go back and redo that vocal. And and this one we sat down, and I said, okay, let's just sequence this, Tommy. And And we had our order that we wanted to do it on. And I had been studying the fruit of the spirit, so we kind of based it on that. And we sat down, and, and as we're listening to it and, and putting the songs in order, I started to cry. And I listened to it all the way through, and I went, "This is like a journey. This is this is um, it, it's not just a, an album. It's 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 an event. And I'm I'm really proud of this. Really proud of it."
1: So, what period of time did you write the songs? for this album i mean are these songs you've accumulated over a you know a long period of time or these songs that really came out of the last year of making music
2: most of them came out of the last two years traveling by guitar is probably the oldest one that we wrote with wood newton and we've been playing it on stage for a long time and wanted to put it on an album but it just never seemed to fit until this one the one here with me tonight actually stemmed from last august my cousin who cousin's husband, who was a big fan of ours, he came out to all of our concerts. He had been diagnosed with cancer and was in final stages, and we'd been down to the hospital to see him, and I knew what his son and my my cousin were going through the pain and everything. and so I sat down that morning and I picked up my guitar, and I had this little inspirational thing in front of me, and it was, um, you know, you're not alone. I'm here with you tonight. And I just started writing that and Tommy came home that afternoon and I said, listen to what I've written. And I really want to dedicate this to Ted and the family. So I sent it to them on my phone and they, they were like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. And, and so when we were selecting songs for the album, we called it Ted's song and we said, let's, let's really put Ted's song on here. It needs to be on there. And, um, that's here with me tonight.
1: I'd like to dip back into the album with another really strong song, and that is Let Him See Your are Strong. Now, to me, there's two really key songs on this album. One is obviously the title track. We'll talk about that a little later in the interview. But Let Him See Your are Strong is a fabulous song. Now, this is a song that you and Tommy wrote, I think, with Devin O'Day. I think she um, was part of this. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Devin, you know, Tommy and I lived in Nashville, for a number of years, and Devon became a good friend of ours, and we did some shows with her, and she's a radio personality down there with WSM Radio, and really a brilliant songwriter, and just a beautiful person, and so last fall, we were down uh visiting with Devin while we were in Nashville, and we were actually at an awards show, and it was outside, it was so hot, I said to Tommy, forget this, let's just go back to Devon's place and chill out and, and visit, so we went back to her place, and I don't know, it's about eight or nine o'clock at night. And, um, we're just sitting there talking and having a glass of wine. And she said, Hey, do you want to, um, help me finish a song that I've started? And we said, Absolutely. So she told us the premise and, and we were talking about narcissistic people in our lives and narcissistic relationships and how, you know, we, we tried to, it's important for us to set our boundaries and whatever. And, um, so she started playing the first verse that she had written, Let Him See You're Strong. And she said, now strong is a noun. Um, she said, so it's not, you know, let them see that you're strong, but let them see your strong, you know, your power, your strength. And, and we're like, wow, this is really cool. So we wrote it and finished it and brought it home. And we called her up and we said, you know, we really would like to put this on the album and we were going to call our the whole album strong and. Devin ended up getting the song recorded also by another artist from Nashville, and she loves it so much she wants to call her album the same thing. So I said, you know what, we'll just change our title, and actually the one we selected is more reflective of the album anyway.
1: Well, it's a great song, and actually when I first was looking at it, I thought, oh, yeah, you know, I wondered if at first it was a typo when it says, let him see you're strong. And then I once I actually looked at the cover and thought about it, I actually really liked the way that this title is written i mean it seems to me a perfect t-shirt um, doesn't it though
2: it Thank does you. yeah yes yeah. let him see your strong let him see your burn let him see your light yeah That's it,
1: yeah yeah it's great let's play that just now this is tia mcgrath with let him see you're strong from her great new album stubborn in the blood and you're listening to folk roots radio and i'm jan hall
0: strong Let them see you're willing to keep going. Let them see your power comes from somewhere they can't fathom. Let them see you smile when a tear might serve you better. The road is long. Let them see you're strong. Burn Let them know they can't put out your passion Let them see your fire Comes from a calling that's forever Let them see you fly When falling comes so easy It's how you learn So let them see you burn your light. Let them see how God just keeps you shining. Let them see your best
1: Tim Tia McGrath with Let Him See You're Strong from her great new album, Stubborn in the Blood. Tim McGrath's our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today, chatting about the new album. And Tia, what I'd like to do now is to talk about the people that play on it. You mentioned earlier in the interview that Colin Linden played some electric guitar on the first track we played, which was Pilot of Change. Tell us a little bit about recording the album and some of the players on it.
2: Yeah, so... Tommy produced it. My husband, Tommy Parham produced it and I co-produced it. But we, we took a really, really different approach on this one. Normally we go into the studio, we book studio time and, you know, we'll just go in and, and kind of non-stop. This one, we, like I said, we were on the road so much that we kind of had to figure out how to, to carry on with our writing and recording in between our tours. So we started it at home. We would start to lay down the guitar and my vocal and Tommy's um, guitar and everything here at home. And it was a nice process because then we could set the tempo. We could set the the key and everything in a nice kind of quiet environment. And on our terms, you know, if we felt like doing it at 9 o'clock at night, we could. Uh, We worked a lot with our, our good friend Nick Blagona from Caledonia He was just an amazing mixing engineer, and and so we we recorded a few things down there, had him mix and master it. And in between, Tommy would fly the tracks back and forth to different musicians. Colin Linden down in Nashville, we had a bass player down in Nashville play some tracks, we had a lovely fiddle player in Ottawa play on it. And one of the coolest events was we had a song called Forbidden, that we had written over in Liverpool with Henry Priestman and Peter Riley. And when we wrote the song last year, when we were in Liverpool, they played on it and, and they sang on it harmonies. And so we had this beautiful little demo on my phone of it. And I said to Tommy, I'd really like to capture their vocals and their playing on it. How do we do that? So Tommy called Henry and said, can you guys fly your tracks over and your vocals? If we, and so they did, they went into a studio. We sent them what we had started. They flew all their, their harmonies and everything on it and then sent it back to us. And it, it, when you listen to it, you can't tell that we're not all in the same studio together. It's it's really beautiful.
1: I always wonder how that works when you have people playing far away on an album. But, uh, you know, obviously, it, we're talking about professional players and people that really have a passion for what they do. So, uh, certainly... It's not
2: easy. No. Yeah, it's not easy. And you have to... Like, you have to be good. I mean, these guys are so great that they were able to to sit down. In fact, Henry can do something where, and he did this on this. We loved the, the demo version that was on my phone so much that he was able to take that and he kind of put it into his studio rig and stretched it and kind of fit it into a time sequence so he was able to put a click track to it so that the rest of the players could play to it. And when it came back, you couldn't tell that, you know, of course, I did my vocal and everything over top of that, but you couldn't tell that we hadn't started it in a studio with a, with a click track. It was really cool.
1: And it's amazing what you can do these days, certainly. I want to mm-hmm. go back to the album now and pick one of my favorite tracks. And I, I mentioned the start. This is a great album. Lots of very strong songs on this. But that is Traveling by Guitar. And interestingly, you mentioned that it that, that sounds like this is a bit of a live favorite already even though it just made it to disc this time. Tell us about this song and how it came together.
2: We were in, Tommy and I were down in Nashville on Music Row, and we were writing in our good friend Wood Newton's studio. And um, here's a little bit of history. Wood's, Wood's um, studio is inside the old RCA Victor building. And uh, yeah, at that point, it had just been turned into offices and, you know, little mini recording studio and writing rooms. So we were sitting there um, you know, Tommy and Wood were talking about guitars and, you know, Tommy has a big, big body guild guitar. So they were talking about their guitars and, and Wood said, did you ever notice that guitars are shaped like women, Tommy?
0: <laughs>
2: so, so Tommy picks up his big body guild and, you know, they laugh about that. And I said, well, that needs to be in a song. So we started the song with that. And, uh, we always had in mind that, you know, maybe a guy guitar picker would, would record this song, you know, like a Keith Urban or someone. And then finally, we just started doing it live, and people were requesting it. Can, where, what can, album can I buy that on? So, I, so I said to Tommy, "This has got to go on this album." So last fall, Wood called us up and said, "Hey, I want you guys to come by for a special event that's going on." We didn't know what it was. We got there, and RCA—they've preserved the RCA Victor building, and the town wanted to tear it down and put. Condos or something, but the writers gathered together and said, No way. And now they've preserved it as a historical landmark. So this song was actually written right in that, that beautiful historical building.
1: And I think Cindy Cashdollar also plays on this one, doesn't she?
2: Yes, absolutely. And yes, the amazing Cindy Cashdollar plays they, plays a steel guitar on it.
1: Yeah, it's a great song. Let's play that just now. This is Tia McGrath from her wonderful new album, Stubborn in My Blood. And this is Traveling by Guitar. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shaped like a woman and find to hold Tied wound strings a color of gold Strumming on a rhythm in harmony us hard and pay our dues we'll do thing to get to you up and down the road to the corner bar playing for crowds and tips in a jar stealing hearts and setting them free with a few chords and a melody From where we are Riding around this friendly star We're traveling by guitar Yes we are baby Like some teenage kid in a basement room Shooting from the hip and praying for the moon It's got desire and feeling the need. Throwing our caution to the wind. Yeah, we For drunks and tips in a jar Stealing hearts and setting them free With a few chords and a melody It lifts us up from where we are Riding around this friendly star lifts us up from where we are Don't need a plane, train, a car We're traveling
1: That's Tia McGrath with Traveling by Guitar from her new album, Stubborn in My Blood. Tia's our special guest on Folk Roots Radio. I got to say, Tia, you're a very hardworking musician. Uh, It amazes me that uh, the amount of time not only you spend on the road, but, you know, trying to fit in, going to Nashville, you know, working on songs, collaborating with different people. uh, It's quite a hard life, isn't it, being a, a musician and trying to make a living that way?
2: It is and it's getting harder, Jan, you know, um, the music industry is not what it used to be where, um, I mean, when I first started, you know, writing and recording, you would, and, and the reason I moved to Nashville was, you know, you, you sought out a deal, right? You sought out a record deal or a publishing deal. And then all of a sudden you would have a team of people that would be taking care of your career for you while you did your creative aspect. Nowadays that that's not. So, um, But the good thing is that you don't need a deal. I mean, you don't need someone telling you, you know, you have to be here, you have to do that. You can carve out your own career, but it is hard work. And we get a lot of people who call us up and say, you know, how do I break into England? How do I do this? How do I do that? And I'm like, you just have to be prepared to work your butt off and, you know, be prepared to, to you know, constantly be making lemonade, (laughs) you know. Take lemons, make lemonade. Take lemons, make lemonade. It's 90% of it is rejection or things that you've got to muck through. But the beautiful part is that we get to wake up every day and make music and make it the way we want to do it and share it with the world. Um, share it with our friends and fans and people who, you know, their their way of getting out of their 9 to 5 job is to go and listen to music. And that's where we all connect, isn't it? That's where we all get together and we share that beautiful moment in time where we can forget what's going on in our daily lives and just share share music and song and stories.
1: But certainly one of the things that's clear, having seen you play live quite a few times, is you really enjoy that experience. You know, I love the the synchronicity that occurs when you're in a show with T.M. McGrath, the, the way that you and Tommy play together. I mean, you you can see you're completely simpatico about everything, you have some shows coming up. I know you're heading back to the UK. What I'd like to do is to give you a chance just to talk about the shows that are coming up and your plans for touring over the next six months or so.
2: Well, the summer, um, we're, we're rounding up the summer doing um, Fred Eaglesmith's Charity Picnic in Elmer. We're really honored to be on that lineup. And we're, we're also doing a concert at McKenzie Hall in Windsor. That's Friday, August 24th. And we're going to be doing a concert there. And then the next day, we're going to be down at the Chapter's bookstore in Devonshire Mall doing um, an event for my Jake the Road Dog book um, from 11 till 1. And then the following week, Saturday, September 1st, it'll be. I'm really excited about this. We're working with the Norfolk Public Library, and we have a local chapter of the Dolly Parton Imagination Library here. And so Tommy and I have been working with the CEO of the library and a team of volunteers to put together our first annual Dolly Parton charity picnic concert. And we're going to be down um, as part of Bay Fest going on here in Port Rowan. that's Saturday, September 1st from 3 to 5. And then we hit the UK. We're, we're there for all of September, October, November. We're basically here and there around Canada. You can check out our dates on our website, and then we would go down to the States in January, February. We're going to be down there doing a Southwest tour and really launching the album down in the States with a High Plains Public Radio sponsored tour.
1: That right, sounds very exciting. I got to say, I love the the enthusiasm you, you bring to your music generally. Let's talk about Jake the Road Dog, because, you know, you are now a published author and Jake is your dog and I guess travels on the road with you all the time. So tell us a little bit about that.
2: We rescued Jake from the shelter when we were living in Nashville and he has just become part of our, our life musically. He tours with us except for England, of course. And people know Jake. I mean, he's becoming more famous than us. (laughs) And, um, one, one festival, we were sitting backstage, um, with some performers and Susie Gibson was there. She wrote Wide Open Spaces for Dixie Chicks and, So Susie was talking about her dogs and how she decked out her road van with special air conditioning and everything just for her dogs, because when she's performing on stage, the dogs are in the van, so she had to set up that way, and we're all laughing, you know, all the things we do for our road dogs, and and it got me thinking about how important they are, and then I started thinking about life on the road through their eyes, you know, through Jake's eyes. What has he seen fitting into our family when we first adopted him? to going out on the road with us, you know, the different stories, the different events. So I based my children's book, it's a chapter book, and I based each chapter on real events that happened in Jake's life, but told through his eyes. I also wanted to include music in it, so I put a, three songs in it that Tommy and I have written, and a little CD that goes with it, or you can stream the songs. And we've been self-published, but we've been getting them to chapters, coals, indigos, libraries. We come and do libraries and school events all over. We're going to be doing the Nairn Book Festival in Nairn, Scotland, Jan. And i um, really excited about that. So so it's really taken off. And, of course, like I mentioned earlier, we're donating um, proceeds to the Dolly Parton Imagination Library, our Norfolk County chapter.
1: No, it's awesome. I think it's great that you're getting into this as well. If people want to learn more about your music and Jake the Road Dog, how can they do that?
2: Uh, my website is tiamcgraff.com and that's T-I-A-M-C-G-R-A. Double F is in Frank.com. Of course, I'm on Facebook and Twitter, Tia McGrath. I also have a Tia McGrath North American Fan Club page. And so you can go on there and see all the wonderful reviews, all the um, interviews we're getting, all of our shows, everything, interaction. We love being on the road and hearing from our, our friends and seeing pictures and sharing pictures, like we're all one big family traveling down the road together. So come on there. Um, Jake has his own Facebook page, Jake McGrath. And so you can go on there and see what he's up to. And that's the best way to get a hold of us.
1: That's Wonderful. We only have one thing left to do, and that's pick the last song we're going to play. And I thought it should be the title track from the album, That Is Stubborn In My Blood. And I'd also like to give you a chance to talk about why you're wearing boxing gloves on the cover of the new album.
2: Well, Stubborn In My Blood is about finding my roots. And the first line is, you know, my father's mother came to these shores on a boat from Transylvania. And my mother's uncle, great uncle, was um, Jacobite, Scottish Highlander. <laughs> and that kind of sums up what this is about, finding the roots, being stubborn. You know, they were so stubborn they had to fight to, to come to Canada. And there's so much talk about immigration now. There's so much talk about where we came from. All of us came from somewhere, you know. And what our relatives had to do to fight to get here and to set up this life for us. And that's basically what this is about, what the whole album's about: finding your roots, finding your inner strength. that ties into "Let Them See You Strong." You know, our crazy beautiful album was a crazy beautiful ride. It would kind of flow. This one, we're fighting, we're we're standing our ground as far as who we are. And I think this is indicative of where we are in our society as well. And let them see you strong, Jan. Let them see you burn. Let them see your light.
1: That's a great way to finish, Tim McGrath. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today. This is Tia McGrath with the title track from her great new album, Stubborn in My Blood. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio. And I'm Jan Hall. And Tia, thanks again.
2: Thank you, Jan. Have an amazing day.